What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. On Wednesday, the Chiefs took the practice field to begin preparations for their Sunday Week 14 matchup against the Buffalo Bills. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and defensive lineman Chris Jones. We'll go in that order, starting with the Chiefs head coach, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Chris Jones. Here's Andy Reid. Uh, Pacheco actually came in with a shoulder contusion. We'll see how he uh, works out here. Um, he's going to have that checked, so he, he won't work out today. So he, um, uh, Brian Cook um, with the ankle sprain. Um, He's being evaluated still. Um, and then Donovan Smith has a neck stinger. Uh, Drew Tranquil uh, with, is still in the concussion protocol. So those guys will not practice today. Um, we'll just see down the road here how, how that ball goes. Um, I, I, can't, I don't have dates. I don't do that anyway. So um, with that, we look forward to the challenge of playing the Bills. Um, obviously a good football team and uh, uh, they're familiar with us, we're familiar with them and uh, it should be uh, like I said, a heck of a football game so uh, with that time yours. Those first two drives offensively, what went wrong in the red zone in your opinion that you have a chance to look back at? Yeah, you know what um, the, the first drive I could uh, help the guys out with the calls yeah. and then um, uh the second drive, you know, we had the penalty, so, but, uh, but um, we can fix all that stuff. We'll get that taken care of. We, we, and you're right, we need to score touchdowns there, not, not field goals. Andy, um, more often than not in the years that Patrick has been the starter, you've had a stretch where you've lost three or five games, like you're on right now, and each time came out of it pretty well. What, what are some of the keys to when there's been a, like a month? Six weeks, right? This league's crazy right now. I mean, it's it's week to week. Um, I, I think we understand that. I've, I mentioned, you know, a few weeks ago, San Francisco. Everybody, when we were in Germany, San Francisco was on a three-game skid, you know. So, and now they're now they're playing well. Denver, you know, same thing, and they're playing well. So, um, you know, you go back and you do a better job coaching. You do you focus in a little bit more playing on the players playing and uh, doing their jobs. And so, um, uh, but that's, the, those are things you can control and keep a positive attitude doing it. You know, learn from your mistakes and uh, stay positive with it. Andy, you had a bigger sample size this last week from Wanya Morris. Just wanted to get your thoughts on how Wanya, he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually thought he did a, did a nice job for just stepping in there. Um, you know, he, 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 uh, he's obviously a talented kid, and um, uh, he's got good strength, good feet. So 
there's a good chance he's in there again this week. Um, so we'll just we'll see, you know, see how it all rolls. Would you have uh, faith in him to start if Donovan can't go? Yeah, yeah, I would. Mm -hmm. Andy, upon Tabor, when you see what happened with Sky and his route, MBS had one where he's kind of turned around. Is there anything you guys are seeing there that could be a quick fix going to four? Is this something or what are you observing? Yeah, I thought it was more just being being on the same page with each other, you know, and uh, that's a little bit of a unique play that you know we check to. I'm talking about for Sky, um, and then. You know, with um, with MVS, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think just more he keeps playing. You know, he's been in and out, and try to keep him in, in there a little bit more so he stays in the flow with things. I think it'd be all right. Uh, you know, Pat came back to him uh, on the the controversial one. What are y'all seeing from? Like? <laughs> Any other thoughts on that, Andy? Yeah. yeah. If you want to expand? <laughs> Just, just wanted to ask. Coach, uh, Patrick said uh, last week that one of the things you said to him during the bye week was uh, to trust his receivers, that that's one of the things that came back to him. What, what does that look like from your – what, what would you do? Yeah, these, listen, um, you know, it's – it's uh, we lost a game. Um, offensively, though, it was picked up a little bit from where we've been. And um, you're going to have incomplete pass. There are going to be some incompletes. But he's trusting the guys. He's putting it out there to them and letting them uh, go get it. And uh, ended up with a pretty good day. Other than we didn't score enough points, we had to take care of the red zone. You know, so, um, and I'll take, I'll take the responsibility for that. So but I thought he threw the ball well. I thought the receivers did a nice job catching the ball when had opportunities to catch the ball. Every throw is not going to be a perfect throw and, you know, so on. So, um, but, yeah, I thought he did a, did a decent job. When you, you yeah, talk about two-point conversion in the third quarter, you, you did that uh, earlier and you tend to do those kinds of things. Just curious what you were thinking there. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to tie the score, sure. you know, um, first of all. And then, uh you know, we, it didn't work. So, but early enough in the game where you take care of business down the road and you, you make up for that. But that was a time to, to you know, to do it. So what are we, seeing, we had to do better with it. What are y'all seeing from Buffalo this week with, with their own struggles coming in off there about week? <laughs> yeah, they, um, listen, their numbers are really good uh, offensively. And defensively, in certain areas, very good. So um, they're they've been a little bit up and down. Uh, and they're working through that. So uh, yeah, but they're still they're a talented football team and a good football team, one we respect. And and that we'll you know we've got to make sure we take care of business this week in practice to um, you know to get ready for them. I'm coach, sure you've coach, been this, the receiving group that you have is under a microscope. Seems like they're magnified, you know, week after week. Um, what have you learned about that group? Is it uh, as far as like mentally, are they where they need to be? Yeah, they um, they they seem to be. Yeah, um, I I'm, you know I don't know how much they read on the microscope part, yeah. um, but they're they're trying to get better every day. 
So that's important. Couple sure more guys. I'm sure you've been in this situation from the offensive perspective, but for Spags putting together a plan this week against a team that just changes offensive coordinator, how much of that is you know ignoring the first ten weeks and just really focusing on the last two to get a feel for what they are and what they're doing? Yeah, there, there's there's some differences, but you know there's also some some of the same things that they, they didn't completely can the you know the the offense there. So. Um, but uh, I, I think I'll have a good feel, you know, for for you know what what they do, what they do best, and so on. Yeah. Andy, like you mentioned, in the first three quarters, you guys moved the ball pretty well. The fourth quarter, when you look at the final drive, I realize it's always going to be a small sample size when you're just looking at one drive. But, but how do you execute better on just final drive situations this year in general? Yeah. Well, you. You know, we needed a score, and we didn't do that. Um, so we've, we've got to do a better job there. Yeah. And a lot of those come down to uh, catching the ball, throwing the ball, blocking up front. You know, it's mostly the passing game part. <clears throat> so we've got to make, make plays when given the opportunity. Um, you know, from all three parties on the field, you know. Green Bay scored a touchdown on the first two possessions, obviously, the other day. Similar to what happened in Vegas. I mean, they missed a field goal, obviously, in between. But is there any common theme, maybe, in what's going on defensively early in games? Yeah, well, we've got to make sure we fix that. Um, we're, you know, we've been doing better than than that. And so uh, we're, we're working on it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you. We, but we've got to fix that to answer your question. Last one, Aaron. Jared McKinnon, Nick Bolton, two guys you didn't mention earlier. How close are they to returning? Yeah, they're close. Yeah. Yeah. Very. They'll practice today. All right. Thank you. <coughs> I think just you just got to continue with it. Um, it's not always going to go your way. Uh, we want it to. Um, but I thought we were doing a good job on that drive before I threw the interception. Um, and even in the, the last drive, I thought we got down the field um, and gave ourselves a chance um, in, a, in a kind of a bad situation. So you just kind of keep with it um, and just trust that uh, the guys are going to pay. Uh, we're going to make it work in the end and hopefully in the playoffs or in the last part of the season that we can we convert some of those drives. Said there's a good chance Wanya Morris gets to start at left tackle. How far have you seen him come along and just your confidence level and what he can do? Yeah, he's played well. Um, if you watch his tape of the last game and the, the limited snaps that he's been in the game, um, he's done a great job on the run game and the pass game. Um, I think now just trying to get him prepared uh, for a great defensive line, um, a lot of the games and stuff that they do and the stunts. Um, but uh, as far as uh, playing the position, he's done a great job. Patrick, is there anything, obviously it's a process in the passing game every year, is there anything new or different that you can do, think you should do to, I don't know, kind of accelerate the, the, the pace of chemistry with the guys? Or, or is it just you got to do day in, day out? Yeah, you just got to come in, you just come into work and try to get better. Um, that's all you can do. Um, I think the guys have done a great job of trying to do that. Um, we're going to continue to get better. I thought we had, we had a lot of great things in the last game. Obviously, just didn't execute in the red zone. So uh, um, it's the little things in this in this league that, that are the difference between winning and losing. Um, and so we'll continue to focus on those and try to get better uh, going into this week. And really nothing nothing extra or different you, you can see to do other than 
on? Yeah, I mean, you work on the stuff that, that didn't work out during the game. Um, you try to adjust those things um, and maximize uh, the stuff that you did well. Um, but at the same time, I mean, this league's close. And these games come down to one score, and it's whoever executes the small things uh, that, that come out with the win. Um, they seem like they're in a great spot. I mean, uh, in the locker room, I think everybody knows that we're all trying to go out there and be great and try to win football games. And um, I have a lot of trust in those guys, um, and I see how hard they're working. Um, and so uh, for us, it's about kind of keeping it within the locker room. I mean, we're still sitting there on top of the AFC West, and I think we have a lot of the stuff out in front of us. We just have to go out there and uh, capitalize on it. And uh, I think uh, if we can start this week with a great week of practice and try to beat a really good football team in Buffalo Bills, uh, it's kind of like next next week we'll be at, talking about how great we are. So it's kind of this how the NFL works. You, you've been on, speaking of which, you've been on teams here that have lost games in clusters, like three out of, two yeah. out of four, three out of five. Um, is there any, you ever notice any like confidence issue in the room because of that or in, in the locker room? Or? I, I haven't. I mean, I've been on a team that was six and four, and I think we went and won the Super Bowl. So uh, it's uh, we have confidence every week that we're going to find a way to win the football game. Obviously, uh, these last few weeks we've we've lost a couple, um, but we saw that mindset, and we understand the challenge that's in front of us. Um, but at the same time, all you can do is go to work every single day and get better, and then go out and give whatever you can on the football field. Does this, does this situation feel a little different to you, just given what's going on offensively right now? Um, not necessarily. I mean, uh, for for me, it's just you got to continue to get better and better throughout a season. I mean, we want to always win 14, 15, whatever games every year, but it's, that's not how the NFL works. It's about parity and bringing, bringing teams together. And uh, like I said, we're sitting here 8-4, and four and we're going up against a great team. And um, if we can go out there and find a way to get a win, we can just try to build off that momentum um, uh, and try to ride that through, through the playoffs. And so 8-4 uh, um, and four is 8-4 and four at the end of the day, and we have to continue to get better and better. Patrick, having gone through those tough stretches that Blair alluded to, does that inform how you – can see things now. I mean, does it, it, it tell you? Well, of course, we can we can get it the way we want it, but we've done it before. Yeah, I think just seasons. Just you never know how they're gonna they turn out. Um, you don't know if you're gonna lose games and kind of spread out fashion or kind of clump them all together. Um, but all you can do is focus on that next week. You wash it and focus on that day. How can I get better today? Um, and how can I focus on the opponent that we're we're playing up upcoming? And so. Uh, you never know how the season's going to go, but if you can continue to get better and better throughout the season um, and be playing your best football going into the playoffs, that's usually a good thing. You know how everyone will love you again if you're able to defeat the Bills. How early do you learn, like, you can't really pay any attention to the reactions on a week-by-week week week basis? Yeah, I think I learned from Coach Reed. I mean, you, never, you always see him. He's never too high, never too low. He's just kind of just focused on the, the task at hand. How can he get us into the best position to, to play the best football we can? Um, that day, um, and so that's kind of my mindset: is no matter if we win, I mean everybody's loving us, or if we lose and everybody's kind of down on us, you just got to focus on how can I get myself better and prepare for that that next game. And um, I think if you do that, that kind of puts everything um, where you can kind of in perspective, where you can kind of go out there and just be the best you you can be. Uh, I know you guys work on every situation in camp and different things. When you talk about the hail mary, the kind of jump ball thing, mm-hmm. I mean, as an outsider, it looks like. No flag has ever been thrown. Mm-hmm. Like the guys get mauled down there, right? And nobody throws a flag. Is that a, is there a technique or a conversation that you have as to, or a way you throw the ball to try to go around the fact that referees never ever call pass interference in those situations? Yeah, it's tough because um, there's so many guys that are all in the, the same area. Um, and we, t- we talk about it and we say they're not going to throw flags, they're just going to, they're going to let the guys go out there and play. Um, the one on Trav was 
a little aggressive um, just because the guy full pushed him out of the way, and that's the kind of the guy that we, we want to be in the middle going up and get the ball. Um, so, I mean, at some point, there's got to be a, a flag, but at the same time, we, we do tell the guys they're not going to throw a lot of flags in that situation. Sam? Patrick, just on, you guys obviously didn't have as many possessions against Green Bay the way they were draining the clock. When you look at the last two games, are there signs of the offense that you, you do see that progress just over the past couple weeks on a per-play basis? It's been yeah, no, I mean, when you when I was watching the game, kind of after the game, I mean, I, I thought we did a lot of great things. Um, if, you, if you can capitalize on those red zone, ball in the five-yard line, you got to find a way to get in the end zone on those first two drives, and then you get 14 points. You, it's, a, it's a whole new football game. But uh, that's that's the little things that we have to continue to get better at. Um, we did a lot of great things until that, I think, until that fourth quarter. Um, I made a few uh, reads I'd probably want to want to take back and go to other spots just because of the way the play kind of was designed. Um, but other than that, I mean, I thought guys did a great job. And um, if I can just not make that mistake at the end of the game, I think we're going to have a chance to win it there at the end. Steve, Patrick, you've earned about every award you can think of mm-hmm. in the league. Um, now you're the Chiefs nominee for Walt Payton Man of the Year. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, it, it's, it's amazing. I mean, just the, the group, the fraternity of guys um, that have come before me that have won that award. And then not even only that, I think just this team and how much it means to give back to the community and be a part of this community that's given so much to us. Um, it truly is an honor, um, and, and I'm, it's, it's got to be hard to pick when you look at guys like Travis Kelsey, Justin Reed, um, Trey Smith. I mean, there's so many guys that do so much for the community. I'm just glad that I was able to be honored um, to be in that, 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 that uh, group that gets to go and be at the Super Bowl and listen to all the stories of all the guys giving back to the, these great communities. Um, it truly is a, it's a great honor. Last two, what Todd and then they go talk to you. After the game, you talked about the interception. And then Packers player had mentioned he thought he saw a tap of the knee and mm-hmm. pick things up. Just wonder if you can take us into the cat and mouse game, not specifically what you guys do, but kind of how you have to disguise that stuff in games and every week to make sure those things don't happen. Yeah, we, we change them up a lot. Um, I saw he said that he saw the thing and he knew the play, but it's the first time I've checked that play in my history <laughs> of, of playing at the, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So he definitely saw a signal. Um, he did a great job, made a great play, um, a game-changing play. Um, but uh, just try to be more subtle, I guess, uh, for myself to try to get us uh, to the right spot um, where we can make a play happen. Nate? I was going to ask, kind of building off of that, how much does that happen? Where Whether you have the freedom to make checks or just how often do you feel like you get the opportunity to sort of make those calls even though you know what the play call originally is? Yeah, no, uh, a coach gives me the freedom on every play to, to check us and get us into the best play. Um, and. I do a lot of signals. Some are real, some aren't real. It's all about trying to play that cat and mouse game of, like you were saying, of trying to confuse the defense. And, and they got me on that one, made a big time play, and uh, I'll learn from it and try to be better the next time. What's your, what's your percentage if you had to ballpark it? Um, percentage of success, yes. you say? Success uh, been pretty high, I mean, I would say. Uh, we've, we've been able to score points in my career, so. I think the, just trying to be better this year because um, uh, obviously we need to score more points and win more football games. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Go ahead for Chris. Well, Chris, you're facing Buffalo. Josh Allen faced him plenty of times before. What are you seeing? Any differently, anything just similar, you know, the challenge of facing Buffalo? They're a good team. Um, Got to prepare, watch a little more film. Be able to stop that explosive offense. I think they played 97 plays last week. It's a very, very good Philadelphia Eagles defense. So they're able to put up a lot of points. Whether it's running the ball, I think they had 173 rushing yards. Or Josh Allen throwing the ball, I think he threw the ball 53 times last week. So they're able to put up points. Um, we got to watch a little more film, see how we can stop him. Seems like there's a little bit of added intensity when the Bills meet up with the Chiefs. And what, what's your explanation for, for that? I think any, any, any AFC game we play is intensified because of the magnitude of the game. Chris, you've been on teams here that have had stretches where they've lost you know, two games, <coughs> two out of four, three out of five, that sort of thing, kind of where you are now. Um, what does it take to get out of something like this? Because each time it's happened. You can't lose on three out of four and three out of five right now. It's a critical situation for us, especially where we try to be um, one in the next few weeks. Uh, we got to correct the errors. We got to correct it fast. Looks like uh, Nick could be back in the mix this week. How much of a boost uh, would that be for you? I'm excited to have my linebacker back. That's my linebacker, man. I'm so excited to have him back. Uh, I know he makes a huge difference for this defense. His leadership, his play calling, his adjustments to the game. Um, he, he does a tremendous job for us as a leader. Chris, last couple of games, opening two possessions for the other team resulted in something you didn't want. What are you guys trying to do to maybe get off to a faster start than you had in the last couple of games? We'll fix it. Is Anybody there, else? Um, is there a rhyme or reason to the run game against you guys just being a little bit more successful these past two games? Anything that you could put your finger on and you guys can adjust moving forward? The front four will be better. Thank you, what does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.